0: Locked on Washington Football Team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
1: This is another episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm Chris Russell, back from Ohio. After watching the Washington Football Team lose to the Cleveland Browns on Sunday and also spending a little extra time with my kids, um, so I apologize for this being a little bit late, but we have to do things that we have to do, right? This particular episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast is brought to you by Ryan Holiday Book. From the best-selling authors of The Daily Stoic comes the ultimate stoicism guide to success, resilience, and and virtue to accept what you cannot control and adapt to what you can a philosophy sports teams across the country are successfully adapting lives of the stoics the art of living from zeno to marcus aurelius is available now wherever books are sold so we Appreciate them being on board with us. Good to have you on board with us as well, right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast coming up. The Washington football team will be without Ron Rivera on Wednesday for his practice or for their practice against the Baltimore Ravens. As he continues to deal with his cancer treatment, Uh, certainly wish the head coach of the Washington football team uh, well on his journey, obviously dealing with more than just football, uh, as has always been the case. And please do remember that uh, as we worry about using timeouts in a 10 or 12 or 15 point game or whatever it is, uh, that Ron Rivera is still dealing with something much, much, much greater than worrying about silly timeouts. That, on top of uh, Washington, hasn't made it official, official. But Matt Ioannidis going on injured reserve. And they did promote, reportedly, Nate Orchard from the 53-man or to the 53-man practice, uh, to the 53-man active roster from the practice squad is what he wanted to say. Yes, indeed. I'll get it right at some point. Um, So here's the deal with Nate Orchard. And I wrote about this on SI.com. It happened right after we recorded the last edition. But we had it covered in our daily one-minute Google News initiative. Locked on Washington football team report, which you can check out. Here's the deal. Nate Orchard has speed and athleticism, right? He might not be Kevin Pierre Lewis in terms of speed. But he certainly can move. He's not 260 pounds playing at defensive end. That's not what he is. He's a guy that can help them in terms of trying, trying to keep track of Lamar Jackson this week. Uh, it makes obvious sense because Matt Ioannidis again is done for the year, presumably, as well. On you know, and and maybe the reason why this is taking a, a little while is because they're getting a second opinion. But he's done for a while. Chase Young, I guess the MRI probably not as bad, maybe. Uh, Not that they were fearing it was bad, but I guess um, it it kind of confirmed how they were feeling uh, with the groin issue. Whether he plays this week or not, we don't know at this point. As I record this, um, I wouldn't expect to see a lot of him at practice this week, quite honestly, But Nate Orchard gives them a little bit of speed at the defensive end position. Again, you're not promoting a 260, 265 pound, just, you know, physical run stuffing edge. Maybe you do that against Carson Wentz, who doesn't have the mobility uh, still that he once used to have. And certainly that Lamar Jackson has. So you put Nate Orchard out there and... James Smith-Williams probably active this week after being deactivated off the game day roster last week because they had to carry an extra wide receiver. So he's got some wheels. So And he can rush from the inside. He can rush from the outside. He can play inside and outside, basically. So it gives you a little bit of versatility in that regard. And... Again, now you have a little bit more speed. Like Matt Ioannidis is never going to be accused of having great speed, right? So now you have more speed on your roster. Now you have more speed and more fresh legs on your defensive line. I think that'll help against Lamar Jackson. I think that'll help. For this game, you need more than just a pocket pusher which is essentially what Matt Ioannidis is. Now, he's a great pocket pusher, but actually for this game, it might actually benefit them to have those two in the lineup over Ioannidis. The problem is if those two are in the lineup as opposed to Chase Young and Matt Ioannidis, that's the problem. So if Chase Young is activated and those two are also active, that's one thing. If Chase Young is deactivated, which is probably, probably the case, and again, I'm guessing here, I'm not a doctor, you know, then of course they are in trouble. They're already in trouble. But the one thing I would say about both of those guys is they can both run, and especially Orchard, but James Smith-Williams can as well. So it'll be interesting to see. What happens in that regard uh, for the Washington football team on Sunday at FedEx Field against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, who are coming off of a bad loss on Monday night football against the Kansas City Chiefs? All right. Coming up on today's episode, in a matter of moments, you will hear from head coach Ron Rivera, who again will not be at practice on Wednesday. We'll see about Thursday as he continues to deal with his cancer treatments as the Washington football team at one and two gets ready for the Baltimore Ravens, who should be an angry, angry bunch coming in off of that Monday night football loss. You will hear from Ron Rivera and his Monday press conference and kind of, changing the tune a little bit after watching some film and talking to some other coaches than how he was right after the game Sunday in Cleveland. Now, a lot of people thought Sunday in Cleveland meant all for the rest of the year. I never took it as that. To me, I took it as it meant he's not pulling him right now and he's going to stand by him and give him more of an opportunity. But I never took it as he was in the starting perch for the year. Now everybody's all of a sudden, oh, Ron's got a different tune uh, because Ron said, yeah, he might have to think about pulling the plug at some point point." and because there's guys that are capable of winning football games. I don't think he really changed his tune all that much. He did send a strong message. This is not your job forever. This is not your job guaranteed for the year. But again, I don't think what he said on Sunday matched that anyway. I think he said this is this is his job for now and moving forward and that they'll constantly reevaluate everything as all NFL coaching staffs uh, do. So that's next. We'll hear from Ron Rivera uh, just so you can hear it for yourself right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm Chris Russell with you on the Locked on Washington football team podcast for Visa that's right. Support your local businesses, guys. We keep telling you that it is really important in this day and age more than ever to show your support for your team, yes, your community, and local businesses. Visa and the National Football League know that local businesses help your community move the ball down the field. Small businesses everywhere are overcoming challenges in these new times thanks to teammates like you, and our friends at Visa. Because when everybody pitches in, everyone benefits. Being loyal to local businesses ignites growth and supports all of us and strengthens our communities. Because they know that where you shop matters. Visa urges you to support local retailers who are making shopping safe and reliable. And remember, tap to pay with a contactless Visa wherever you see the contactless symbol to help support your community. Because Visa is the official partner of the nfl all right it is chris russell with you right here on the locked on washington football team podcast so let's get to part one of head coach ron rivera from monday after a disappointing loss in cleveland in which the team played well enough at times certainly to win and that includes dwayne haskins so you know let's let's be fair to dwayne that there were some good spots the first quarter and the third quarter he was terrific The second quarter and the fourth quarter, he was absolutely awful. So the light was on. It just didn't stay lit. Here's part one of head coach Ron Rivera.
0: When you just said you finished looking at some tape, I was kind of curious, what do you think of this rookie class so far? Obviously, Antonio Gandy-Golden got in the mix, Isaiah Wright, Cam Curl, somebody I saw make a tackle solo on Nick Chubb. Just what did you make of their performance yesterday and so far this season? Very pleased. Um, You know, Chase got hurt. Uh, mostly, especially because of the way you saw Montez play. If we had had a complimentary action, t- you know, you have a guy like Chase that's outside on the edge. and You got one guy flushing him to you, then different things will happen. So that was, that was unfortunate. But Chase has played well. Chase has been everything that we thought he would be. Uh, unfortunately, he's, 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 got, uh, he's got the groin injury. We'll have to see how he is. Uh, I want to get a chance to talk to RV a little bit later. Um, you know, you, you, you mentioned a- AGG. He's got this opportunity, done some really good things. Uh, Antonio Gibson has done some good things. You know, he's got to protect the ball a little bit better, uh, especially on the one and a half. But, but those guys are doing the things that we're hoping. Um, you know, uh, Keith Ishmael is is in great position in terms of the backup, uh, not just center, but he backs up guard for us. So we've been happy with his progress. Um, Cam Curl is a guy that really has exceeded expectations. Um, and it's one of those things that, that this is a guy that, that not having um, the workouts I think is why he slipped and, and was where he was when we drafted him if he had had the workouts i think people might have saw a little bit more into him um and he may have been drafted higher so he's a guy that we're very fortunate to have uh, on the football team um am i missing anybody oh uh, isaiah right yeah. isaiah Wright has been excellent he really has um you've just seen the progress each week and that's what you're looking for is growth you want to see a guy Um, you know produce every week and show that he is growing and and we've seen that from all those guys I've mentioned Uh, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody (laughs) I probably am because the young class has really done it you know they really have they got our attention and and very happy about it and very pleased with um, you know the effort that we're getting in terms of their growth. Okay unless you want to mention anything about Sadiq Charles that we don't already know. Oh just a little you know the injury thing with Sadiq has been a little disappointing just because you saw it early, and then we haven't seen it because we haven't seen him on the practice field. So hopefully, you know, just being smart with him this week, not letting him get out there too soon. Hopefully, we'll get him back uh, in the near future. Thank you, Ron. Hi, right, thank you, Ree. Um,
1: Ron, two parts. Um, didn't hear much about Dontrell Inman's injury after the game I'm assuming he's in the same boat as the other two just in terms of updates. Um, The
0: nice thing about him I will tell you was it it wasn't the fracture you know which we were concerned Um, he got an x-ray it it came back negative so that's a positive thing for us is that it wasn't hopefully it's not too sore today Um, he played well he he was he was a presence obviously with the two touchdown catches he's a guy that's uh, kind of helps lead those young guys. So I'm, I've been very pleased with, with having Don Trell around.
1: And Terry, um, he said last week, one of the things he's he really worked on was his yards after the catch. what have you seen from him um, just on tape this year?
0: Uh, just everything that he's, you know, that was advertised. You know, I, I know that when, when we were in Carolina, we liked him enough that we wanted to pick him and, you know, the, the the Washington football team picked him before us. I mean, he, he's a guy that's exceeded expectations, obviously. And it's one of those things that if everybody knew he was going to be like this, he would have been either a first rounder or a second rounder. We're um, just fortunate to have him. Everything that he works on, he excels at. Um, I was disappointed in the in the, in the uh, OPI call on him because when you get a chance to break the tape down and really watch it, what Terry really did was because the defender had his left hand on him, he went and swam the hand and the action looks like a, push-off when it's really just a move to get that hand off him and make his break he, he runs very good routes very precise and when he stuck that foot in the ground and came back and that defender kept going it does look like a push-off but it wasn't when you really break you get a chance to really break it down it was not Terry's been uh everything is advertised. Hey Ron, uh just curious if you've had a chance to go look at um Dwayne's interceptions and what your your takeaways kind of from each one or well, I can, I can tell you, you know, one, he, 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 a couple of them, he stared down. He, he, he got to the read too soon. And because he got there too soon, he ends up staring at he starts here and then he goes to his, he goes to where he threw the ball. You know, it's one of those things where, hey, I'm here, I hold, I hold it. Then I come here, focus and throw the ball it would it would have it would have had those guys break a little bit later and, and it would have been a better chance for the completion you know, a little bit of his mechanics he's, he's got to slow his mechanics down he's got to slow his reads down um stay on his initial a little bit longer um and, and really you know go to where you need to go uh that's probably the biggest thing that, that they're going to tell him i had a chance to talk to both kenny and uh and 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 scott about it and, and they both felt that he was a little too fast coming off from one to the other um, you know, he's got to start with his progression a little bit better. Uh, and, and there were some mechanical issues that he's got to continue to work on and get better at. I mean, again, as I said, you know, the thing that at some point is that he's going through this process. He's growing, he's developing, but we've got to continue to see positive growth. We can't see a regression. And the one thing he has to understand is there's a certain point where you're no longer a rookie. I mean, again, to me, he's still learning and growing, but there is a point where, hey, you know what? You, you, you should be being more positive with your plays. Yeah, I mean, you've said kind of throughout camp that you've been pleased with his decision making. So something like when that happens, how do you kind of uh, evaluate that? And then how do you go about maybe getting that corrected? Well, the biggest thing for me is, is you know, I go to those guys, to, 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 to the coordinators, to the, to the position coaches, and I ask specific questions and, I, and I'm looking for specific answers. And in some of those, it's about making sure he understands where to start his progression. Uh, and also how long to hang on his guy. Uh, and again, it's all based on seeing the coverage. If I got this coverage, this is where I'm gonna start my progression. If I got this coverage, this is where I'm gonna start my progression. And and that he has to understand, you know. Um, he threw a touchdown pass uh, to, 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 to Dontrell and he actually started his progression on the wrong side, but he ended up where he needed to be. So when you look at it, you go, wow, it's a good decision. But, you know, it was based on, okay, hey, I went from here to here to there. And actually if I'd gone here to there, I'd throw the ball sooner. So there's some things again that he still has to continue to work on and grow. Hey Ron,
1: you just talked about um, Dwayne staring down some receivers. You mentioned that post game as did some others. What do you make of the fact that post game Dwayne said he didn't think he did he did stare down receivers?
0: Well, because again, he, he went through the progression the way he should, but you know, going from here to there, but he got there too fast. You know what I'm saying? If I'm supposed to hold, 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 then go over here. Okay, great. Now he probably felt like he held here long enough and then went to where he wanted to throw the ball. And so that's why, you know, to him and his in his thought process is, hey, I, I went to here like I was supposed to and then I went over here. But I got here and then went there too fast. He's got to learn those things. That's part of the process of growing and understanding, you know, how to get through my progressions to get to where I need to throw the ball.
1: All right, and that is part one of Ron Rivera. We'll come back, we'll finish up this episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast with a little bit more from the head coach. Next, right here on LOWFT. All right, I'm Chris Russell. Once again, we finish up this episode of Locked on Washington football team uh, with the head coach of the Washington football team, Mr. Ron Rivera, as he continues to talk about not only what happened Sunday in Cleveland, but also what's ahead and we'll certainly get into the Baltimore Ravens here as the week progresses towards Sunday afternoon at one o'clock Eastern time. You, you've, uh, I think, intrigued some of us when you've mentioned the idea of 5,000 reps for a player. That, yep. th- at that point, they, they start to figure some things out. It's almost kind of hard to figure out with Dwayne like where he is in that progression since he didn't start a lot in college. Like, if, I don't know if you can quantify the number, but where is he in that progression?
0: He's still growing. I mean, again, we, we, we've seen it. And again, as I said, the thing we want to make sure we're seeing is positive growth. We don't want to see regressions and him taking steps back. We want to see him continue to go forward. And he had some moments where he did things the way you want him to. He did some very positive things, put us in some good positions. But we also took a couple steps back with the interceptions, with, you know, understanding how I got to protect the ball, where I need to throw the ball.
1: Just a follow up, sorry, but I mean, can you, I don't know if it's, an, I mean, you can pick a number, but can you pick a number within that 5,000 as to where do you think he is?
0: Well, um, I I think he's shown his growth, and and it's been positive for us. But there's a certain point where we'll know. I mean, and and he's still there. He's still progressing. He's still growing. Ron,
1: you kind of touched on it, I mean, with that you don't want to see the regression and that the interceptions were a step back. But, I mean, would you consider – I know it's just one performance, but would you consider yesterday's performance a regression for, for Dwayne?
0: um i think at times i mean because then there's so much positive you, you you look at the scoring drives that we had you look at the the play he made on fourth down you know staying there sticking in there and going to logan you know um that was a huge positive uh then did you see the, the the two touchdown throws to don trail i mean both of them were excellent balls that were thrown where they needed to be thrown to give him a chance Don trail to make a catch and he did but then you see the interceptions and 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 the untimely errors, and that's those are the things that we have to work on and get corrected.
1: What do you need to see from him, um, you know, starting on Wednesday to make you think he's he's getting it, he's picking it up, he knows what he's done wrong, and and will make it right for this game against Baltimore?
0: It's all about it's all about showing growth again as we start preparing for Baltimore. It's. You know, it's coming in early, obviously, getting the, the, the game plan for the, you know, for the first day, looking at those things that, that are going to be installed and going out there and executing them. Um, and again, understand that, hey, if I make a mistake, okay, what was it? Okay, it was here. I should have started this guy, worked with this guy. I mean, those are the things that, that you have to see every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And, and you want to see that. The thing that you're really looking for on Friday is that it's fast that's fluid there's not a lot of mistakes because the first two days are tough because they're new installations but friday after having had two days to work on them and chance to review the tape now you should see you know uh, and i do mean it should be a mistake free day if we're making mistakes why then get those things corrected. But what happened that we made a mistake that's what i'm looking for when we go through wednesday thursday but especially friday
1: Ron, I know you said Dwayne is your quarterback for the foreseeable future, but I look at that locker room and there's a bunch of competitive guys in there. Yep. If he continues to struggle or have, you know, poor performances, it's going to be harder and harder to sell Dwayne as your quarterback going forward? Because yep. in that locker room, guys want to win.
0: Yes, they do. And and, and and again, there were a lot of guys that gave their heart, put their heart out on the field and, 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 and truthfully, they deserve better. I mean, when when you look at the way, you know, Duran played and, and Jonathan and, and, and Montez. I mean, you know, guys like that are leaving it on the field. John Boston, I mean, you know, guys played hard. You know, then you turn around the offense side, and you look at those guys on the offensive line were battling and fighting too. And, you know, the things that the backs did, the receivers and the tight. I mean, you have to, you know, say at some point there is. And, and I'll cross that bridge when I get there.
1: You know, when that bridge may be. Is there, um, is, there, is there like is there like a, is there like a cut point? Like obviously you want there to see progress, but is there going to be a time where you just got to, in a sense, maybe cut bait in a way?
0: Yes, there is. I mean, again, and, 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 and you brought up the point and it's a very good point is that there are guys in that locker room that are playing well enough for us to win. And again, we have to make sure everybody is playing well enough to win at that point. And there is, there, there is, there is a, there is a, a, a cutoff point for me. There is.
1: Hey, Ron, um, it's Chris Russell here. Sorry about the background noise. Um, just curious, you know, you mentioned last week uh, when when you were questioned about not using the timeouts that yep. you wanted to keep your guys healthy or not risk injuries. You kind of mentioned the same sort of thing uh, yesterday. Yep. Not asking about the timeouts, I'm asking about, do you guys have data that shows there's more injuries in like a last four or five minutes type of a game or when a game is out of hand, anything like that, that you use as a guide to kind of tell you how to manage those situations?
0: Well, I think it's just from my own personal experience. Again, we got in a situation yesterday where we were down and we had six, uh, defense alignment that had to, that were playing and playing very hard. Um, I, I had concerns, you know, I did, you know, we, we lost on trail, you know, um, might have concerns. And again, my my thought process is developing this football team with players that can that, that, that are gonna be here for the foreseeable future. And I don't want to expose those guys in these circumstances and situations right now. Um, it's tough. I get it, you know, and and, and and using timeouts may have given us more time with the football or what it may have done was given them an opportunity to grind it out even more after they take a thirty second break. So Again, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about this football team and this football team's development. I'll make decisions that I believe are best for us going forward, and I'm going to stand by it. And that's just the way I look at it right now. This is a young football team that I have to protect, that I have to make sure is being developed, and I'm going to do it the way I think is best. You mentioned the young football team, but there are
1: guys like Ryan Kerrigan, who's a veteran, who only has so many years left. Do you have to explain to those kinds of players, like, yes, I know you need to win now, but I'm trying to overall – breed this entire team? How does that work with those kinds of guys?
0: Those guys ask the questions, that's going to be my answer. Again, you know, they're here to help us and, and, and they, they're part of our football team. And, you know, Ryan's not done. You know, Ryan's going to play football and he may play it for a few more years and, and hopefully it's here. But I just think everybody has to understand that there's a group of guys <clears throat> that for the foreseeable future are our future. And And right now, I'm doing what I believe is best for this football team.
1: And then when it comes to the safety pairing of Landon and Troy, what have you made of their performance through the first three weeks?
0: Um, There's been some positives. There's been some growth. You know, I thought Troy played a much better game than he did last week. I thought Landon did some good things for us. Um, Unfortunately, we missed a few tackles. That's one thing that does stand out in my mind is that we missed a couple tackles. Um, And and again, it's just one of those things that as we grow in this defense, those guys grow together. They've got to continue to learn to work together and – you know, we'll see how it is. And, and, and I'll talk to Jack and see how Jack feels about it. And I'll talk to Scott and see how Scott feels about it. And I'll talk to Nate and see how, what Nate thought about it. You know, because again, everybody's opinion is important to us. Um, beyond Dwayne, when you look at this team and, and how they're growing, do you feel like you're seeing, you know, symptoms of the problems you already knew existed? Hey, we address this, we're going to keep working on this. Yep. Or do you feel like it's a little bit of a whack-a-mole at times? A little bit of what? Whack-a-mole like like problems you, you didn't see come up at first that you have oh, to Okay, so things just pop up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have the mallet to knock those problems away. <laughs> I got it. I love the uh, I love the imaging. Um, I think we, we we saw some some things that were part of the problem. And, and part of it is like you said, it's the whack-a-mole thing. So all of a sudden some other things are popping up. And one thing that pops up is you put a guy like Troy Apke out there. He's He's inexperienced. And some of those some of those things will show, but it's about seeing the positive growth. This week, I thought he played well. I thought he played with better angles. Um, I thought for the most part we were able to contain the passing game. Um, you know, the week before, you know, the the receivers had big days. We were able to limit their their exposure, their explosive plays. Um, but part of it too was they you know they 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 got to the ground game and grounded out. But we saw the positive. We saw the growth. That was good to see. Um, and then we saw some things popped up. We had some undecisive play where we weren't where we were supposed to be. We didn't fit up like we should. Um, and that was disappointing. And, and again, it's uh, This is part of, of, of the growth that we're, we're going to go through. We're going to have some growing pains, but again, we're going to do it and we're going to do it. What I believe is the right way. Okay, Ron, when you look at Dwayne's game, how much do you look at it and say this is a function of experience versus this is something that's going to be harder to correct. I think a lot of it's experience. Um, the only way it's going to be harder to correct, in, in my opinion, is if, if he doesn't learn it. Okay, then you know, and that's understanding what we're trying to do. We're trying to do things based off of certain circumstances. Um, we you know, he has some reads that he has to make, but that's and that's part of quarterbacking. And depending on what the play is, I get out there, I look at it, I gather the information, I see what I believe is a middle closed defense, and this is how we're going to attack it. Okay, or I come out there and I see, hey, this is what I believe is a is is a is a middle open defense. This is how we want to attack it. Those are the things that he has to learn and and, and he has to progress through the hard part for him. You know, last year was he wasn't the primary quarterback till the very end of the season. Now he becomes the primary quarterback. Everything is being put in for him. And now he has to learn it. Well, now this is a continuation of his education and growth. And, And again, as I said, we're looking for positive growth.
1: And that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Washington Football Team podcast. Thanks for being with us. Thanks to Ron Rivera, WashingtonFootball.com, Tom Brock Plyman for helping us out at 106.7 The Fan, uh, and for you for downloading, listening, and being a part uh, of our community. Uh, Send a quick shout out uh, to a couple of my guys, uh, Lenny who's always uh, good to me. I don't want to say last names because I don't want to get anybody in trouble, uh, but always listening, uh, my guy. And also Sean, who is – a great dude as well. Um, again, don't want to signal anybody out specifically, but those two guys are really, 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 really supportive of me uh, and help me do my job and do my job better. So I want to send a quick shout out uh, to them. And thank you again, all of you, for listening, downloading, sharing, and being a part of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Adios.